What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday, August 3rd, Happy Men's History Month. We just finished uh, White History Month this past Sunday, 2022 AD, Anno Domini. I used to call it Anno Domini, something like that. The year of our Lord, 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. Will it be a loosey-goosey show, Hake? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I th- hope you enjoy it, though. And indeed, uh, my uh, audio feed is working on the odyssey.com slash at the Hake Report. I have a lot to cover. A lot. So I'm going to cover some initial important stories. Important in my mind, which, pff, what's, what's important about that, right? But these dumb traitor kids, you know, the January 6th protester who went to trial, Guy Reffitt, uh, sounds like he was angry, and so it kind of went, made him go a little sideways. But he went to trial and he got seven years, man. And his son is all going on CNN, talking about, with his long hair, go, talking about, oh yeah, he deserves that. And his daughter's like, oh, yeah, Trump deserves to go to prison for life. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, Blind brainwash masses and baby killing in Kansas. Base America First gave us some super chats, gave me some super chats to read to you guys about that. And I have an update on it. The Kansans allegedly voted to keep abortion going, I guess. It's not like they were voting, would have voted to stop abortion with that vote, but... And of course, I do have to get to Trump on Brittany Griner. And then the, uh, phony, the phony phonies. The lamos <laughs> That I wanted to share with you yesterday, but I didn't get to it. So now this clip. Some anti-Trump hate. I do hope to get to maybe a little bit of this Salvador Rolando Ramos stuff. Because there was some info that about him that I hadn't seen before. You know, I'm not that into it, but I, it is interesting once you get a little bit of info. And they're going after an American patriot who has interviewed JLP before, called Alex Jones of Infowars.com, my competitor. And uh, there's other mess going on. Fickle, confused women. You ever heard of Demi Lovato? What a shame. But anyway, guys, all that and your calls, if you would like to call in. (laughs) I didn't even get to, I got to one call yesterday. I had so much I wanted to get to. But uh, shout out, guys. But let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh. guys doing? I am fine. Nothing special on my shirt today. Just California with the California bear in a black faded uh, print 
on a nice gray, neutral color, sort of muddy gray t-shirt. I love the muddy colors. Uh, beautiful California. Just dark on the inside, though, amongst the Californians, the people of California. Whatever happened to us? I guess, I guess it's not so good right now, huh? It makes me so angry! Kind of like, uh, what's his name? Adam Kinzinger? Makes me so angry! Uh, <laughs> but, um, man, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, uh, just a heads up for the parents. Uh, send your kids out of the room when, I, when it comes to an hour from now when I play the beautiful music. It's going to be beautiful, in my opinion. But it's some guy who's like all angry about a woman. Must have not been uh, no sex before wedlock, right? No sex before marriage type of thing. Because that tends to inflame the passions even more. So this guy is like angry. So it's a bit of an angry song. So just an advance warning. I'll, re- I'll remind you. Hopefully. But let me get right started with this, speaking of anger, attack on the attack on the true American patriots, some of whom themselves may be a little misguided at times. These dumb traitor kids. I almost called it attack on the US Capitol, but <laughs> the attack on the US Capitol was done by the establishment, right? The attack on the US And I'm not talking about, oh, it was feds doing it. And it may have been. But I'm talking about the people who were pulling the shenanigans and stuff like that. Because, you know, the enemy of the people, as Trump rightly says, is the mainstream media. Is the establishment swamp in Washington, D.C. Can I say it with more disgust? I can, probably. But it's so gross. And so let me play for you this little report on this fellow named Guy Reffitt, whom I've reported about a little bit before, here and there, over the months, and even in recent days. This is clip 10 from WUSA 9. I hope that it's in there. Uh, It's a local news outlet. What is WUSA 9? It's a CBS affiliate. Let's see, what else does it say about themselves? WUSA 9. What a lame website. It's all jumping around. It's ridiculous. Um, All kinds of ads. Those news outlets, they can't make money because they're not interesting because they're full of namby-pamby, wishy-washy, obscuring the truth, um, political correctness. You know what I mean? Daily Mail used to be that way, honestly, still is. Yeah, Daily Mail is anti-racist, anti-white. They're far left. They're they're called, oh, conservative-leaning. No, they're not. They are trashy. (laughs) But anyway, I'm not going to talk about Daily Mail yet. I may get to. I I have these ideas so much that I want to get to. Because, you know, this guy who's never left the news... Before, and then I'll get started with this because I don't want to waste too much time. But I may talk about that guy uh, who all he did was whistle at the white woman. (laughs) Give me a break. From 1955, they still can't let it go. I'm shaking my head. Emmett Till. So makes me want to spit. Where's my spittoon? But here's this uh, report from this WUSA 9 
Oh, I think it's a Washington, D.C. local news outlet because it says Washington Commanders is on this top portion. And that's actually Washington Redskins. 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 <laughs> to uh, imitate Sleepy Joe Biden. But here's this uh, little report from these two news anchor type people, correspondent, anchor, reporter type stuff on uh, this Guy Reffitt uh, case. It's about a little three-minute clip for you guys um, on what happened. And they don't say what he was charged with entirely, but they're talking about how the prosecutors are trying to go after this, this January 6th mostly peaceful Capitol protester and what far-right group he was part of. So I think he's, what is he, 49 or 59 years old? Uh, listen to this, clip 10. In the meantime, we're following some breaking news in the Capitol riot court cases. A judge just handed down the longest sentence in a January 6th case. Guy Reffitt has been sentenced to seven years and three months in federal prison, along with three years of supervised release. Reffitt, you might remember, is a member of the far-right militia group, the Texas Three Percenters. He was the first defendant to go to trial, and prosecutors argued for a terrorism enhancement, saying Reffitt should go to prison for 15 years, but clearly that didn't happen. Our investigative reporter Jordan Fisher was inside the courtroom during this trial, and Jordan, so why didn't the judge go through with this terrorism enhancement? Yeah, Lorenzo, we should note, first off, Guy Reffitt was not convicted of a crime of terrorism. He was convicted of five felonies, but federal sentencing guidelines do allow certain crimes if they are related to uh, crimes that are attempted to intimidate or coerce the government to receive this terrorism enhancement. And it's a big hammer that the government can drop. It increases your sentencing guidelines by 12 levels that can increase in Guy Reffitt's case, your your sentencing recommendation from seven years, which is what he got, to more than a decade. The reason she didn't apply that is because she was looking at other sentences that defendants have received and she said even those who had serious offenses like assaulting police, like making very serious threats against other, like lawmakers did not, uh, you know, the DOJ didn't ask for this. And she specifically called out Mark Ponder, the Mm -hmm. DC man who was sentenced last week for assaulting police where they didn't ask for it. All right, so what about Refit's family, the personal side of this? You know, this case sticks out to me because it was one of the early ones, but also his son, own son, testified against him. Were they in the courtroom at all today? Very unusual uh, because of that. Jackson, his, his son who testified yeah. against him, was not in the courtroom. He did uh, write a short letter in it. He talked about how his father had lost himself over the last several mm-hmm. years and had fallen into what he described as a, a horrible community to find a place of, of belonging. And his sister, Peyton, who, if you recall from our earlier coverage this year, was one of the two children that that Guy Retton was convicted of threatening. Peyton was in court today. She gave a statement. She said that um, she wanted the judge to to understand that she didn't see her father as the leader of the mob. She said it wasn't her father's name on the flags the rioters were carrying. Mm -hmm. It was another man's name. And she didn't name former President Trump, but obviously... That's what she was saying. Right. All right, Um. last question for you. How do you see this affecting other sentencings going forward? The big thing is prosecutors have forecasted now that they have this terrorism enhancement they can ask for, they're willing to ask for it, and they suggested in court today they are going to ask for it in other cases going forward. Of course, they have the multi-defendant, very serious sedition cases that are scheduled to come to trial later this year. Uh, They may also be considering, as the judge uh, said today, 
asking for it in other serious assault and threat cases. Well, okay, so clearly this is not over. Jordan, great work as always. Thank you so much. And we know you're going to stay on top of these cases surrounding the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. And we have a team <laughs> dedicated to covering the Capitol riot investigations. You know the drill. Point your phone's camera at that QR code. A link should pop up for you to sign up for our Capitol Breach newsletter. We'll email yeah. you updates every week and, of course, when big news breaks. Because we care so much about that mess. I guess the people in D.C. itself are a bunch of dumb liberals, so maybe they are interested in that stuff. So this guy never assaulted the cops or anything. But he did, supposedly, they said that he threatened Nancy Pelosi. I don't know how he threatened her. They said that he did threaten, he's convicted of threatening his daughter and his son. Is this the one when he said, if you guys rat me out, you're traitors, and traitors get shot. <laughs> Uh, I chuckle at that, but that's a crime, right? Isn't that a crime? Hey, did you ever wear a man bun? I mean, first of all, I don't like that word, and second of all, no. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, Texas three percenters—they're far right. I think they're just kind of normie people who want to protect the Constitution, right? The three percenters, three percenters. Three percenters per, per far-left extremist Wikipedia, which were dissolved in February 2021, 17 months ago. Wow. Founded in 08. American and Canadian, so-called far-right and libertarian. You can't be far-right and libertarian, buddy. <laughs> that means you're centrist, basically. Lawbertarian. Gun ownership rights and resistance to U.S. federal government, uh violating the constitution they don't finish the sentence but they're a resistance to the they're resistant to the feds overreaching right that's what they're uh that's what they get to they the name derives from the erroneous claim that the active forces in the field against the king's tyranny never amounted to more than three percent of the colonists during the american revolution oh okay so they were part of the 3%. They feel a kinship with the 3% of American colonists who resisted the king's tyranny. Okay. But it's supposedly erroneous that only 3% opposed it. Yeah, imagine back in the day of the American Revolution, there were a bunch of like people like, oh no, let's stay with the UK. Don't make trouble. So anyway, these people... They're, they became quite popular, and some say that they were kind of full of feds and people who were feds being federal informants or federal agents or whatever. People get in trouble, and then they become rats in order to get a lesser, lesser trouble. But anyway, that's supposedly far right. I don't think it's far right. I sometimes became familiar with them maybe through the Tea Party a little bit. Because Tea Party came around 08, 09, didn't they? I participated in some Tea Party rallies. Anyway, back to this. That's what this guy was. 49 years old. 49 years old. And here is um, some more info on the uh, so-called family that this guy had. Didn't seem to have a good, very good control of his family. At least his wife is standing with him. A convicted capital rioters. And did he even riot? Did he riot? I saw him, like, waving people up, but, uh, I don't know what he did, 
Was he even convicted of rioting? Maybe he was. And they tr- you heard them, they tried to call it terrorism. I don't know. Anyway, Business Insider says a convicted Capitol rioter's son and daughter think Trump should also be in prison for the events of January 6th. Dumb. These, they're like teenagers. <laughs> they are teenagers. Convicted U.S. Capitol rioter's son thinks he absolutely, says he absolutely agrees with his father's seven-year sentence. In part because he brought a gun to the Capitol. He didn't go into the Capitol building, but he brought a gun to the American Capitol, and the American uh, Capitol is the home of where the Constitution says that you have a right to carry guns, and it shall not be infringed. I don't know. This is from a CNN YouTube channel. This is about six minutes long, guys. Here's this guy. Here's the son. Son who turned the Capitol rioter in. Turned his own father in. Reacts to his father's sentence. Here's, uh, here's your lovely clip 11. And I'll try to... Uh, well, anyway, here it is. A federal judge has sentenced a January 6th rioter <laughs> to seven years in prison, which is the longest sentence. Oh, he's... Hold on, some technical difficulties. We have this picture that's in front of everything. <laughs> Don't worry about us, we're new. Okay, here's clip 11. Enjoy, guys. A federal Maybe. judge has sentenced a January 6th rioter to seven years in prison, which is the longest sentence so far for participants in the Capitol insurrection. Sentencing for Guy Ruffett comes nearly 20 months after he brought a gun to the Capitol and threatened House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Back in March, a D.C. jury uh, convicted Guy of five felonies. Here is how Ruffett's daughters reacted to his sentencing. Listen to this. To mark my dad as this horrible person and then having him prosecuted like this when somebody is maybe even able to get elected again um, doesn't seem right to me. Um, Trump deserves life in prison if my father's in prison for this long. Shut up. Joining us now is Guy Reffitt's son, Jackson Reffitt. Jackson warned the FBI about his father both before and after the insurrection. Jackson, thank you so much for being with us this morning. How are you feeling? How are you reacting to this sentence? Uh, I mean, I'm not happy at all. And I haven't been happy through this whole situation in my head. No one in my family has either. Um, but to say I'm surprised would be a lie. I mean, um, every. It, Everything my dad did, he's his own person, and uh, his action has consequences, And but I'm not happy at all. Do you think he deserves this length of sentence? Uh, abs- I mean, absolutely. Uh, he deserves some time, uh, rather to, uh, for anything, to rehabilitate for men- his mental health. Um, he deserves uh, a lot of safety nets. Um, but yes, he does. You have worries about him being in prison that long? You mentioned his mental health. Absolutely. I mean, the prison system uh, in this country can be pretty harsh uh, for a lot of reasons. And to blame my dad's deteriorating uh, mental health uh, for a pretty bad effect on him, um, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, but I mean, that's why I mentioned it in my letter. Do you now or have you throughout any of this process had any 
second thoughts about turning him in? Absolutely not. But it still bears the guilt that he is his own person and he has made his own choices, but he's also been um, pretty much manipulated into making those choices. And it pains me that he is still responsible for his actions. Jackson, I, I want to talk about what this has done to your family. This is your mom speaking yesterday. I want to listen to this. <laughs> Peace, mom. No matter if you are a liberal, if you're an independent, if you're a Republican, this is not okay. This is what this is, is political persecution. We are patriots. Ashley Babbitt was a patriot. My husband is a patriot. Roseanne Boylan was a patriot. And all I can say... Oh, those are the sisters sitting there. ...is that y'all can all go to hell and I'm going back to Texas. What is your relationship like with your mom, with your sisters? It's been really hard over the past couple of years. Um, the really polarizing differences in how we view our father and the people that are involved uh, in communities such as what my father was in. But, uh, and it feels like we're each pulling on each string uh, one way. Um, but it, I don't view this as a political matter. This is more of what is morally correct and how to go about it. Um, and so what my father was manipulated into doing uh, and what he led to think was the best and only way to do it, uh, he decided as an adult to make these choices. And whether my family views it any differently, um, it doesn't have an effect of the outcome. Um, yeah. What it, when you heard, you heard what your mom said there, you know, what do you, what do you think about what she said? This, I mean, realistically, this doesn't have a matter of a political opinion. Uh, what my father did is far from politics. This is completely off the rails violence. Um, whether it had a political motive uh, at this point doesn't matter. It's more about what he did and who he did it for. It seems like, you know, your sister Peyton listening to her, she, she feels kind of caught in the middle of this. You know, she was there at the courthouse. She loves you. She made that clear yesterday. She thinks that your dad, um, if he's getting this time, that Trump should be getting some time. What do you say to that? Absolutely. Uh, when she said that, I was flabbergasted. Uh, I, not only was I so impressed with her, but she was so right. I mean... My dad was used as a puppet, and thousands of families have been. And whether you deny or agree with that, it's just at this fact, it's facts at this point. It is disgusting to see that <laughs> someone with practically money and social power can just get away with manipulating thousands of people just for whatever reason and have no outcome. When we look at this sentence, which is the longest one we've seen so far for a January 6th participant, part of the reason was that your father carried a weapon. He did not enter the Capitol, but he also decided that he was going to trial instead of accepting a plea. And that obviously is something that would have potentially gotten him a longer sentence, more time in jail. It seemed in court that he regretted that a bit, 
But why do you think he wanted to do that initially? Why do you think he wanted to be an example? I, I can't think. I can't think of anything other than my own experience with my father, knowing that he is a narcissist, and that he has a rather large ego. Um, and it was horrible to see him make that decision, knowing that he could have gotten up much easier. And I feared the moment that he was offered that, and he denied it, that he would deny it and try to fight it in court. And I knew it wasn't going to end up like anything other than it is right now. Man, what a useful idiot, huh? Was he wrong in doing that? I mean, his father did tell him traitors get shot. <laughs> I keep on laughing about that. I want... This is why JLP warns everybody not to be angry. This is what they want people, the right-wingers, to do. They want the right-wingers to go crazy, so-called right-wingers. This guy's a centrist. They want the people who love the country to go crazy and angry. And uh, they lick their chops. That's why they call it an insurrection. It was not an insurrection. (laughs) Do I have to state the obvious? Fake, very fake news, CNN. But was this guy wrong for... I mean, he's definitely wrong in saying, oh, it's not political. Maybe in your mind it's not political, young man? Young male? Adult male? I think he's an adult now. Jackson Reffitt. With his long hair. If you're, not, if you're not watching the video feed, if you're listening on audio feed or on a, on a podcast, audio podcast, this guy has, like, long hair. <laughs> and... He's all wishy-washy and doesn't really know how to answer his question very clearly. Worried about his mother, his dad's mental health. And that has to be tough. Like, imagine your dad's going, your dad has the right love for the country, or so-called love for the country, he thinks. But he's going a little crazy and saying, traitor, tra- you're, if you rat us out, you're traitors, and traitors get shot. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't rat out your... And this guy's going on CNN... Talk, calling his dad a, a narcissist with a rather, rather large ego. And I'm sure there may be some, I imagine there may be some truth to that, right? As if he has, he's not a narcissist with a rad, rather large ego, and everybody at CNN is not a narcissist with a rad, rather large ego. It's not really saying much. But he's saying that Trump should go to prison for life? Or the sister said that anyway. And he's like, absolutely. And he accused Trump of manipulating his father into it. I mean, he knows that his father's an adult and responsible for himself. Trump's not responsible for nutty people going kind of crazy. And his father sounded like, might have been a little nutty. I do appreciate that the wife, although the wife probably shouldn't be grandstanding and talking and running her mouth. But I do appreciate that the wife is standing with her man. Isn't that nice? Is she older than him? Nicole Reffitt, the mother? So Jackson, Peyton, and Sarah Reffitt, all the brothers and sisters, just misguided kids. And they, apparently, they're, they're dumb liberals. The parents, I mean, uh, you, you cut some young people some slack for being dumb liberals a little bit. But uh, I don't know. I wonder what Trump's kids were like when they were young whippersnappers. I mean, even now, he, uh, they're kind of whippersnapper-ish, right? Marrying unchristian people sometimes, or 
divorcing and re-getting with older women. And uh, Parents have a tough time out there, and they, because uh, they're, they're making it tough for their, for their kids not living quite right. But isn't that wild, huh? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, ch- live chat, talking about the kids, the young, young adult males, long hair. And this phony CNN pretending like they have cons- love and concern for this family, this messed up family that's getting uh, unduly persecuted. And it, of course it's for politics. Granted, you, sh- you maybe shouldn't have told his kids, you're tra- if you rat me out, your traitors and traitors get shot. <laughs> Although it's funny, it makes me chuckle every time. But it's politics. That's why they're going after them hard. Where is all the, the drama about the, uh, the blacks and the women and the uh, unchristian people who supported Black Lives Matter? Insurre- actual insurrection across the country. The dad was a bit of feminist, says Den Tijian. A man don't make threats. Good point. Yeah, fair point. Gary A says, my kids are young and based already. Yeah, but keep it cool. Keep it cool. No matter how insane the evil world is, don't let it get inside you. Because there may be some, it's not mental health, it's spiritual life that you need. And that'll fix your, your mental state. Let me talk with the great Ian out of Martinez, California, on the line. Ian, how are you doing, man? Hey, Gripport. Hey, nice to hear from you. Yeah, never apologize for being white. Indeed. I hope you had a happy White History Month. I did, yes. Happy belated White History Month. Happy Men's History Month. Yeah. How you been? I've been well. How have you been? Good. I've been listening to you. I've been well. I've been listening. Even though I haven't been calling in, I've been still staying loyal to you. Nice, Old man. Faithful. Still, still staying faithful to you and listening. I know that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess anything else, man. Yeah, so this kid, I wanted to uh, get your take on this kid who, who looks like a girl, by the by. Yeah. Uh, that ratted out his old man. That is shameful. It's shameful. So that's a, what do you think? That's a testament on how he raised it. Yeah. He raised and is raising the kid, right? Like, because my it old is. man yep. was like, dude, if you, if you don't ever, don't ever rat out your family, no, no matter what, what happens, good, bad, and different, you never rat out a fam, family member. Yeah. You know, they, I think that the, his father didn't raise him with, with strength and with authority, apparently. Is my is what I can only assume, you know, and so the the kid started listening to the mainstream media, the establishment, social media, Satan inside his own mind, and you know, the kid has clearly got some issues himself. And to go on CNN and CNN, very fake news, CNN. He should call the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He should not be calling. Go, he should not be taking calls from CNN. 
or taking uh, interviews with CNN. Yeah, Un- very unwise. Very unwise. I can understand that it is... Uh, you can be distraught seeing your dad go a slight bit crazy, maybe. But he, he accused his father of violence when his father didn't... I guess if his father th- made any actual threats, maybe that's not good. But seven years for a loose tongue, basically, and exercising your Second Amendment, that doesn't sound right to me at all. CBS, by the way, says that Refit never removed his gun from the holster. So there was no violence. This guy, they called him a rioter. What rioting did he do? I, I didn't see any rioting in the footage that they had of him. So, yeah, the, the CNN boy is, uh, what a, pray for that family, I guess, huh? Pray for them. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, that, that was, that was I, as soon as I heard that, I, it perked up my ears. You know, like a dog, wants a, I want the dog hear something. Right. Their ears go up. Yep. That's, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, man, I got to call in. I yeah. got to talk to my, I got to talk to my man, my man, my man. Because <laughs> you can, you can say, hey, Dad, you're wrong. You got to check yourself. But to go and say all these things, and this guy's clearly brainwashed, politically brainwashed, and... Politically brainwashed people have this false sense of right and wrong where they think that Trump is this evil person. They accuse Trump of of manipulating people, and they have no idea what they're thinking or talking about. Trump didn't manipulate anybody. So, it's ridiculous. What a shame. Yeah, it also reminds me of that scene from Goodfellas. Where where De Niro now now I'm not te- you know I'm not condoning the the movie and the and and the Italian gangs and the, and and all that but there's right. one scene where De Niro this was you know 30 years ago uh-huh. the movie was made 30 35 years ago where he's like the kid he, the, it's it's after the kid's first court appearance and he thought that Robert De Niro would be mad at him uh huh and De Niro was like no 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 I'm not mad at you you remember the two most important things. You kept your mouth shut, and you never ratted out your friends. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a. I got. Uh, I had some. Uh, I got some. I had some stuff going on with my life. I got doxxed. I got this. This whole big. Big bowl of drama that I, that happened to me over the last uh, couple months. But I'm, I won't. I won't. Maybe I could tell you some other time. You know. No when problem. I come down there again. Yeah, that sounds good, so. man. I wish you well. We're praying for you as well, man. Yeah, I won't. I won't talk about it on air. So no problem. Yeah. Well, All happy right, Happy Men's History Month to you. And uh, it's always been cool seeing you at the uh, um, men's forums and all that stuff. And we totally we're we're pulling for you, man. Take care. Yeah. All right, Hank. See you. All right. Bye. Ian from Martinez, California. Solid guy. Art in Ohio also wants to get on on this CNN, son. <laughs> Art in Ohio. Thanks for co- holding, man. How are you doing? Hey. Hey. How you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Can you, can you hear me? Uh, you're sounding better now. You're sounding better. You're coming closer to the phone. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, man, you hit on something very deep. 
you said the uh, the girl was saying that that it wasn't, or the son was saying it wasn't politics. The girl was saying that he need to be uh, Trump needs to be held held accountable. Well, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, it is. Uh, these kids are uh, under mind control, yeah. and if these older liberal left, they have distorted what screaming the fire in the burning building when there ain't is. You see what I'm saying? They don't distort it with, with if Trump actually really said something that really told people, hey, well, go out there. If he was on scene right there when they was doing that and was telling them, go hang that person. Go kick that door in. Go punch that person in the face. Hey, burn that side of the building down. I'll be like, hey, Trump needs to be in jail for inciting a riot and uh, trying to overthrow the January 6th. He didn't say nothing like that. Exactly. And, and what they're doing with the, with the MK mind control is, is they're distorting and blurring that. And these kids and a lot of these older people are thinking that somebody's supposed to be in trouble when they had their, their ain't. And yep. it goes back and I'm, I'm listening. Go ahead. No, no, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. So I was just going back to something. I was just thinking about me and my uh, mom when we were going through our little stuff. And she interfered with my uh, with my custody little situation. Uh, and my baby mom, me and my baby mom was going at, at back and forth at the time about me and my son. And I just kept trying to figure out, like, why is my mom basically siding with against her son when she knows that my baby's mother was wrong? And one reason I tell you about, another reason I uh. I won't tell you about because it's a. I, I think she might be using a tactic, but I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna throw my mom under the bus. You see what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. God has a plan, and He has that plan working in work right now. Nice. So, uh, but one of the things is, it's just like we were just saying with the little mind control, is that all this propaganda, just like they doing in uh, Chicago, where they basically letting the criminals out. Heck, no, ain't nobody gonna. Uh, Ain't nobody gonna feel comfortable coming in. Uh, a citizen ain't gonna feel comfortable coming and uh, turning somebody in because they know y'all letting them out. So if everybody's seeing this on TV, on the news, and the same criminals is being let out in the uh, same, they know the, the, the citizen ain't. So if these kids and these older people are seeing that the left and the liberals are del- deluding and MK mind controlling and showing them and uh, triggering them with they with uh. With this propaganda, yeah, that that boy don't understand that he's being used as a, a, a tool against his father. This young lady don't understand that she's being used as a tool, uh, a tool against uh, her father. And then, did you mean tell me this young boy went and uh, and this is all, all over politics? They're using the, the, the parents uh, against the kids for politics, and yep. the, the kids against parents for politics. And uh, you mean to tell me? that you went and told on your father and got your father seven years for basically just uh 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 basically just being an American citizen. And he had <laughs> he, he didn't go into the Capitol building and it, it ain't no against the law for him to have no dang on gun unless they got some rule that I don't know about that's saying he can't have a gun on uh the Capitol property. So you don't in turn went and probably got your dad seven years. He probably gonna end up dying in jail because they I end hope up not. probably uh 
putting that, it's called saccharin. It's called, uh, it's a, uh, a sugar that they use in these penitentiaries. Oh. And it's been known, they tested and uh, tested it on rats and it gave the rats and uh, mice cancer. So he's going to be in jail, his dad going to be in jail drinking this uh, stuff, which going to probably end up getting him cancer, let alone he have to deal with the inmates. All because he was just being an American citizen going on the American capital. And then you as the son, once you get a little bit older and you see how the attack is against the men, then the young man is going to feel bad that he did what he did because he's going to always remember this. Right. Wow. This ain't something, this ain't just, this ain't something you just going to forget about when you when he gets a little bit older and he see what Artie R. Baby from Ohio when Hank is talking about, he's going to feel bad as heck. Then yeah. he did what he did to his father, and he can't take it back. I know. Seven you years. Know, you know, your dad didn't go out here and just go kill some innocent people. Anybody that got hurt at that capital was because it was just some, uh, uh, some uh, one dude had a heart attack. The other one, I don't know if he tripped on his shoestrings. Right. The other one, the other one uh, I don't know what they was. I mean, that this is, you talking about, no, your dad didn't went down there doing nothing. Right, you know, got him went down seven years, and then they sold the dad up in the blender and tell him to go take it to trial. He don't even understand that they go. You was about to lose anyways, man. You was supposed to go ahead and take the little bit. Uh, uh, pride comes before the fall, man. Yeah, but everything was like he'd be all right though. Hey, he'd be cool. Yeah, and uh, chin up, King. Him, yeah, chin up, King. He'd be all right. It's gonna work itself out. Father God, you know. Did he have uh, a Did he have Where? a public defender? I thought I saw a black female, like a an illustration in that little report, one of those reports, video reports that I showed today, uh, of a like a black female, like comforting him as he was like hunched down or appearing to hunt, comfort him as he appeared to be upset in the courtroom or hunched down. And it made me think, was this a public defender, one of these D.C. lawyers who are, like, liberals, who are not even for uh, the innocence of their defendants whom they're supposed to to uh, represent? So I don't know. I don't know if this guy, they got, mo- I don't know if they raised money for him, you know, the three percenters or who, well, I don't know if the three percenters could have done anything because they were dissolved in a month, with like a month and a half after the, mostly peaceful protest at the Capitol. I don't know what is what went what that was about. I don't know who his lawyer was or what, but uh I know that there were a lot of public defenders who made these people read SJW social justice anti racist books and bunch of propaganda and apologize and denounce Trump in order to get like a lighter sentence. So yeah. I don't know well, what, I don't know what it, happened with this guy. It, it might sound like it high sound, and it sound like he might. I don't know. It sound like he might have had a public uh, pretender to threw him in the blender. <laughs> yeah, he is like uh, I. I don't understand how he didn't see that he wasn't about to win. Uh, win this, you know what I mean? Uh, right. He, he just basically had to let, let the cars uh, uh, let wherever the cars cars lay, let them fall. You see what I'm saying? Uh, he was supposed to just try to cop. He was supposed to take a deal, not try to go up against a government. A government that you see is not for you right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, he, on pr- I do respect the on principle, not taking a plea deal, but it hurt him in the in. I it, hurt, it appears to have hurt him. Uh, 
So, so I don't do you know. Think was he already seen that they were uh, the DC was against him, right? When he when he when he ended up in jail in the first place, yeah. So that would let you already let you know, man. Hold up, let me go ahead and get myself out of this, and then go and then figure this out, right? On, on, on the outside versus being on the inside, yeah. That seems practical, like practical advice, man. Go ahead. Yeah. What did you say? What do you think about the? Uh, what do you think about the blonde haired mom looking like uh, Tommy Boy's mom? I seen somebody in the chat say that. <laughs> she was kind of. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think of her. I I, I appreciated. I did appreciate that she stood by him, and I don't uh, know if she's wise to tell be telling people not to take plea deals. Because, like you said, it's best to live another day on and have some semblance of your freedom rather than being in prison for an undue amount of time. But I don't know what to I think mean, of her. What do you think? You said, you said that she told him not to take no deals. Well, she was, she was standing by him and, and certainly encouraging that. I don't know if it was her advice that he took or if he decided not to do it and she agreed with him. But she's telling other people, don't take plea deals. But yeah. I don't know if she's yeah. I don't know if she's someone to listen to, you know. And he yeah, and that's what and that's what's going on with them kids too. Mama been mama been leaving for too long, and then you got your son turning on your dad and yeah. your daughter. You know what I mean? And then she coming out, which is awfully funny. All strong is like the mom is. She looked like she awfully uh. But she awfully far to the far right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And ain't nothing wrong with it, but I, a lot of these females have a problem with just what she what she say at the end. And then I'm going, I'm going back to Texas. Y'all can kiss my ass, just right? Like see, man, all that wasn't all that wasn't necessary, and that let me know what's, what's been going on in the house with them kids. Yeah, she been leading. Daddy ain't been leading, and if he been listening to her, that's why he in there for seven years. Father God bless you and. We uh we both got uh, skates on and we still rolling with uh Trump. Nice man, appreciate you, Art. Take care. Y- yes, sir. All right. Uh, just to follow up on who this Linda, no, not Linda, Nicole Reffitt lady is. Uh, before I get back to this abortion story and some more calls, Nicole Reffitt is the wife of Guy Reffitt, according to ShowbizCorner.com. <laughs> I just searched it, okay? Uh, let's see. Sentenced to more than seven years in prison bringing a, for bringing a gun to the U.S. Capitol. And he did some other stuff, too. Supposedly convicted of threatening his daughter or whatever, and his son, maybe. And supposedly na- nervous Nancy Pelosi. I don't know what the specifics are. It could be sort of a kangaroo court situation, you know? BBC described her as a woman with short, white blonde hair who stated her husband was a loud talker and that she and her children made a joke about it. We, don't, we say, don't do a guy. Wow. That involves uh, cussing a blue streak as he does or attempting to outdo or impress someone. She was present at the hearing of Guy. She sat close to her mother-in-law, Linda Reffitt. That's Guy Reffitt's mother, 74-year-old lady, who lives in an RV and traveled to Washington, D.C. for the trial with her oldest son, Nathan. I guess Guy's brother, or half-brother, who knows what. Uh, As they recalled Guy's filthy language, some of them, some of which he had recorded in a video on January 6th, the afternoon sun spilled into the room. 
tape was played by, in court by prosecutors, these lawyer liars who were persecuting the mostly peaceful protesters. Guy Reffitt discussed Nancy Pelosi, the speaker of the, the so-called Speaker of the United States House of Representatives on the audio, using foul language and speaking of a nebulous plan to pull her out of the Capitol. Uh, Nicole Reffitt told BBC, why is she talking to BBC? But anyway, she hoped that she could slink out of the room at times like this. She said it's just blessed to her spouse, her husband, poses no danger to anyone. I could believe that, I don't know. Nicole claimed the verdict that her husband was used as an example, after the verdict, that her husband was used as an example. Yeah, that part is true. To force all the one sixers, oh gosh, January 6th defendants, to plead guilty. Do not take the one sixers plea, she encouraged. We got this. I don't know. I don't know, lady. I don't know how old she is. She looked like she might be over 49, in which case she would be older than Guy Reffitt, who's 49. But I could be wrong. Oh, man, Jackson Reffitt's running his mouth on Twitter. I guess you can't run your mouth on Twitter. Running his fingers on Twitter, you know, typing mess. Oh, he, oh. <laughs> I'm just seeing uh, some pictures and things. Um, what a shame. Maybe I'll post this uh, info in chat. She looks 65, says Misty. Uh I'll post the article in, uh, in chat, but anyway, um, by the way, Asmador says, art misunderstands what, what MKUltra is fundamentally. MKUltra is a brainwashing slash mind control program that requires the participants to participate in training, including torture and drugs, not a media campaign. Okay, so he, meant, he just meant that this guy is like media and government propaganda and uh, establishment social media and probably at school too, maybe brainwashed. I wonder if these the children of Guy Reffitt attended public school. It's not a media campaign. In the 1970s, the 1970s studies about cancer were poorly done. Saccharin never caused cancer, says Asmodor. It's being studied now as a possible cancer inhibitor. Wow. Because, uh, Art was talking about the, you know, the, what you get, what you're served in prison. <laughs> prison food, you know, and they gave him saccharin, according to him. But, yeah, prison's not necessarily good for anybody, all right? Especially nowadays, since they don't... It's like, on one hand, you're spoiled. Many people are spoiled. On the other hand, it's all messed up. You know, like the D.C. prison is all rotting, and they especially give the rotting aspect of it for the January 6th mostly peaceful capital protesters. And then on the other hand, like, there's all kinds of rapes and murders and stabbings and all kinds of stuff like that. It's, it's supposed to be, like, it should be just a dungeon. <laughs> it should be just dungeon. You know? <laughs> anyway. Shameful. Oh, man. Okay, so... Let me see if I can plow through this uh, in the last several minutes here of this... this abortion issue of this uh, first hour. 
Baby Killing Kansas, you know, Base America First gave me these super chats a couple days ago that I read to you guys about this value them both thing in Kansas two days ago. He uh, reported to us by via super chat, Kansas votes tomorrow, they voted yesterday, on its constitution value them both amendment. Oh gosh. Media pushing that it is it bans abortion in Kansas, except it doesn't. Text says there's no constitutional right to abortion. And I guess in 2019 they claim there's a constitutional right to abortion in Kansas? Shameful. Is that true? The government funding is not required. Legislature re- regulates it. Okay. Notice the weasel words. No state constitutional right to abortion, but it isn't banned. Government funding is not required, but it isn't prohibited. Legislature can pass laws to regulate it, but they don't have to. And can introduce other additional weasel words, says Based America First. The amendment begins because Kansans value both women and children. And forget men. I roll. Perhaps it would have been better for Kansans to affirm that an unborn baby is a person? Probably not enough weasel room with that version, yeah. So this weak, woman-led, I'm, I'm guessing that it's woman-led because I look at the pictures that AP shows and it's a bunch of women. Female-minded, quote-unquote, conservatives running the pro-life movement anymore. But, uh, or this proposition or whatever it was failed. Look at this. Well, these are, those are liberal women who are celebrating, right? So, so-called conservative women versus liberal women. The liberal women are going to win every time because the Satan is working through both of them. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the con- so-called conservative women who are running the show are just like on an ego trip and they're like, Ooh, we're not run by men anymore. The pro-life movement is no longer led by white men. I literally heard one of some of them say this in a panel discussion at Politicon uh, some years back. I told you the story before. The far-left females at the Skim report Kansas just voted to protect so-called abortion rights. No, they didn't. No such thing as abortion rights. And they share this AP article, extremists, off-the-deep-end liberal, against they pr- promote killing babies, they promote the transgender thing as false. They promote uh, illegal aliens as undocumented immigrants or whatever. AP shares these YouTube videos, and YouTube adds context. Oh my gosh. So you know how, like, if I talk about so-called climate change, and if it's, like, a theme in my video at all, YouTube will add this little flag thing, climate change, and, like, they'll describe it. They're doing the same thing with abortion. And they'll also do the same thing with, if you talk about the election, or at least shortly after the election shenanigans, they'll say, oh, uh, according to all the reports, Joe Biden is the duly elected president. Or they don't say duly, but, you know, uh, if, can you find the uh, uh, YouTube? Okay, so I have a ton of pictures in this abortion Kansas thing. YouTube AP context, just to show you guys. Abortion health information. From the National Library of Medicine, from the National Institute of Health. So government propaganda. An abortion is a procedure to end a pregnancy. It uses medicine or surgery to remove the embryo or fetus and placenta from the uterus. The procedure is done by a licensed healthcare professional. For more informa- for information pur- purposes only. So that, that's what YouTube puts in. YouTube is owned by Google Alphabet. That's what they're putting into their thing. Talking to us like we're children. 
And the National Library of Medicine, medlineplus.gov, government propaganda website that YouTube links to, it goes on in their description saying, the decision to end a pregnancy, meaning kill a baby and remove the unborn baby, the child, from the uh, womb of the mother, the decision to end a pregnancy, what a euphemism, right? is a very personal. Personal? What's that mean, personal? What do you mean, personal? How is it personal? It's also a very societal, I say. And that men need to stop them from doing it. Men need... Men, just step up! <laughs> uh, in the right way, of course. Not necessarily like Guy Reffitt did. <laughs> If you are thinking of having an abortion, talk with your health care provider. Meaning kill the baby, right? Talk with your health care provider. Perhaps they can care for the health of your unborn baby and kill it. Your provider can explain how the procedures are done as well as the risks and benefits of each. You may also want to get counseling to help you make your decision. Not ask your husband. Not uh, get married or have the baby. Not... uh, Stop having sex out of wedlock. So here's a report from uh, clip 12 I have here. Far left AP on YouTube. And turn on the AC, please. AP explains, Kansas votes to protect abortion access. Kansas voters resoundingly protect abortion access. They have two little videos on this thing. It's about four minutes long, and then we'll go to break, guys. Uh, An estimated 500,000. Thousand Kansans supposedly voted on this issue. Should they keep the 2019 state constitutional amendment protection, protecting imaginary abortion rights or scrap it? So si- nearly 60% of so-called voters wanted to preserve those abortion protections. About 40% wanted to remove them, so-called remove them. The decision means abortion will remain legal in Kansas for up to 22 weeks of so-called pregnancy. Clip 12 in there. Um, Let me see if I can make sure that it is in there, guys. Indeed. Oh, it might be. Let me see. See if I put it in there. Oh, maybe I didn't. Okay. Well, uh, then I don't need to cover that then. (laughs) Um, Let me go to break. And see if I can get that for you, okay? My mistake. My mistake. Um, Let's have a strange interlude. Children, leave the room. It's time for some music anyway. We're about at the top of the hour. So this is Carter Ferris. I already played clip 11. Misty. Uh, Carter Ferris. This, I, I know that somebody said everybody leaves the room during Hake music. Um... But anyway, uh, Carter Ferris, this is called Home Wrecked. And then I will get to uh, more of your calls and all that stuff after, hopefully I can play this clip for you. Home Wrecked. And uh, it's uh, a bitter man about a bitter relationship, probably with a bitter woman. So it has some, uh, it, it sounds like some cuss words to me. So kids, again, leave the robe, cover your ears. 
But you musical Philistines, you may enjoy this as I do. <laughs> Here it is. Enjoy. I'll be right back, guys. Hang tight.
so good, am I right? I had to keep my mouth shut because you probably can't find that song anywhere on the internet right now. <laughs> and I like it so much. Carter Ferris on Luho Records, I think 2005 or pre-2005. Hake listening to music with possible swear words? I don't believe it. But it's closeted emo, says Emperor of Cats. Whatever, man, you don't know. <laughs> Where's the squirrel? People comparing it to Nine Inch Nails. No, forget that Nine Inch Nails guy. He never grew up. Carter Ferris, I don't know where he is. <laughs> Who knows if he grew up either. Hake was such a Cali kid with his choice of music. I'm not sure this would qualify as music, says DJ Alan Powell. Hake, have you been smoking pot? No. But what's up, Wayne? Nice to see you. Shout out to the Facebook crew. Very beautiful. This music reminds me of the time my ex tried to murder me. <laughs> Whoa, Lord Bibby42, no wonder you're so tough. Nobody more bitter than Hake? Whoa. Hey. What's up, Frankie BLM? Um, if nine inch nails were only seven and a half inch nails. <laughs> Terrible. If nine inch nails fell off. Whoa, come on. I thought it was nice. Thank you. Shout out to Carter Ferris and shout out to Luho Records. Let's read some super chats, shall we? I am remiss in reading all of the super chats on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report. And by the way, as Vidor states on uh, Odyssey, drug addicts and alcoholics tend to flourish physically in prison because they eat regularly, have no access to drugs, FTMP, and sleep indoors. Yeah, very true. More like six-inch straws, says Big Bump. I like the ending part. Anyway, you guys heard it. <laughs> if you were uh, not uh, covering your ears, the musical Philistines. Brandon M. says, I bet this music is what turned that one sixer kid into a homosexual snitch. <laughs> Ouch, man. <laughs> no, this guy never heard that music. Carter Ferris, though... Uh, don't be angry, and don't be having sex out of wedlock, and don't be all bitter t- towards women. Base America First says, with a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report, a jogger robbed a jogger? Probably not the, probably not the Central Park jogger. Perhaps, probably a different type of jogger. Robbed a lemonade stand in Rancho Cucamonga. Not beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. I love Rancho Cucamonga. What would a jogger... What type of jogger would rob a lemonade stand in Rancho, Cucamonga? That's where, that's beautiful, no longer boonies, far, far out exburb, exoburb, exburb, instead of suburb, exburb. Uh, beautiful area to raise your family. Victoria Gardens, anyone? He had no money, so the girls gave him free lemonade. Then he ran away with their cash box. The girls did not pursue because he might be dangerous, but two young White men caught the jogger. <laughs> I wonder what type of jogger this was. But that's not in L.A. County. That's like San Bernardino County. But anyway, L.A. County wants to employ non-citizens for fairness, goes, uh, says Based America First with another super chat. Oh, gosh. Would they be exempt from some payroll taxes like 
UI and FICA? How is this legal? Can't find qualified citizens in a recession? Just in time for them to count votes? Thanks, Sheila Kuehl. You're so cruel, so evil. Sheila Kuehl is a L.A. County commissioner outside of whom, whose house I protested. She wasn't even home. And we were all peaceful and nicey-nice. And there was a bunch of, like, restaurant owners and bar owners who did not appreciate her shutting down outdoor dining. And she's a, not, perhaps not a Christian and certainly not a sensible uh, county commissioner. Wow. L.A. County. Based America First goes on with another super chat. A national emergency for monkeypox? Yeah, did you hear that? I mentioned that in Hague News. Perhaps a certain segment of the population should lock down to slow the spread, since they say they care so much about public health, quote-unquote. Communist buzzword. Lockdown policy for Christian churches during the China virus. Why not now? For the so-called LGBTQ plus community, so specifically the G and B and T and plus so-called community. Yeah, good point, Based America First. No, they, uh, they're all about the control. They hate Christians. They look down on them. Mainstream media does, and it's so wrong. Um, Hake's music scares listeners away. Hide your children. Hide your wife. <laughs> Hake music scares demons away, or maybe it invites them in. Yeah, don't get too into music. Music is the language of Satan, I heard. Including the nicey-nicey Christian music, I, perhaps. Some, you ever heard of these Christian so-called singers? Who, uh, who, like, they end up, they come out as dumb liberals. Psh. But anyway. Um, yeah, I say all musicians are liberals. But that's, I guess it's not an excuse to listen to satanic, bitter-at-your-girlfriend cussing music from Carter Ferris, who couldn't even get his life together because he had a, he was going through a lot, right? They didn't, they didn't even come out with the album. But I love those two tracks that I played yesterday and today. Can you love something like that? Anyway, before I get to calls, hang tight, callers. I will get to you, 888-775-3773. Let me get back to this abortion story. I do believe that it is ready. Uh, clip 12, uh, this is a couple of AP far-left enemies of America, enemies of men, enemies of whites, enemies of the babies, enemies of women, but women are too dumb to realize it. Some women, not all. Um, explaining about Kansas voting to protect abortion access. Resoundingly, here's the, uh, here's the clip. Finally, my bad. Here it is. I'm Tom Verdon. I'm the democracy editor for the Associated Press. I'm in Washington currently to cover the August 2nd primaries. Voters in Kansas today were, vote, were voting on a question placed on the ballot by Republicans that would say, if it passed, that there was no constitutional right to an abortion in the state. It was not a question about banning or restricting abortion. It was a question that would just say whether there was a right to an abortion in the state constitution. This was the first time that voters across the country got to weigh in on the question of abortion since the Supreme Court overturned the constitutional right to abortion in the Dobbs decision in June. If the amendment had passed, then Republicans could have either restricted 
or banned abortion. Putting a question like this on an August ballot rather than a November ballot would seem to favor Republicans and anti-abortion activists, but that's not the way it turned out. Uh, turnout was extremely heavy uh, throughout the state and the ballot measure lost resoundingly. Look at this. Dumb women, purple hair. This was a, a big surprise. It was essentially a, a vote heard around the country. And it was a surprise because Kansas is not only a fairly conservative state, it's also a state where there's a, a, a deep, uh, deep-rooted history of the anti-abortion movement. The vote in Kansas um, also aligns very closely with what poll after poll after poll has shown, that the majority of Americans want to protect at least some access to abortion. And large majorities of American Americans want to preserve access to abortion, especially in cases of, of rape or incest or where the health of the mother is, is threatened. So the vote in Kansas aligns pretty clearly with, with the polls and what they have consistently shown. Uh, and this could be a real a boon to Democrats in the midterms. They face a very difficult year for a lot of reasons. Uh, but this could be uh, an issue that they can really look grasp onto uh, in the months ahead. Listen, to, look, look at these people. Dummies. <laughs> Fat. Uh, gross. You can tell they're liberals. <laughs> Just looking at them. Voters rejected a measure would have let Republican-controlled legislature tighten restrictions. Listen to these people too talk after you this. Know, we have uh, worked so hard for the past um, year, but you know, the last couple of months to really, um, you know, communicate with voters about what this, what is at stake, and really what it, what was at stake was our constitutional rights and our freedom. And so, um, you know, a coalition of voters across the political spectrum came together today and voted no. They voted no um, to protect their neighbors. Um, they voted no on changing the constitution, um, and really. Um, demonstrated our free state roots um, here in Kansas are alive and well. I'm super proud to be from Kansas tonight, and I feel like my state just showed up and boldly told me that they are going to take care of me and my female friends and everyone that can get pregnant in the state of Kansas. We are protected tonight. Look at her. Suckers. I told you yesterday about how the stupid women... And yes, they are stupid. Sorry, kids. Can't help it. I can help it. These silly women. They're not, nobody's stupid, right? Sorry, kids. Adults, parents. <laughs> this Allie Utley woman, Kansas voter. Everybody that can get pregnant. Because <laughs> she's, she's an SJW believer. And this Ashley All woman talking about uh, our free state roots. And she's talking about protecting the Kansas state constitution because I guess in 2019 they decided to put it in the constitution that a woman can kill the baby in the womb. And what does this democracy editor mean by democracy? What does it have to do with anything? We're not a democracy. So abortion will remain legal quote-unquote, legal in Kansas for up to 22 weeks of pregnancy. How many months is that? 
let's see, roughly four and a third months, something like four and a third weeks per month, something like that. Uh, four times, so what, five months? I don't know my math. Um, Kansas continued to be, can continue to be a so-called refuge for those in nearby states like Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas, according to the far-left females at the skim, with tighter restrictions. So women and underage women, girls, can go to Kansas to get to kill their baby. In November, Kentucky and Montana will also have uh, pro-life referendums on the ballot. In California and Vermont, uh, voters, so-called voters, will decide whether their state constitution should be amended to protect the imaginary abortion rights. Michigan's working on a similar measure on the ballot. Uh, Voters in Kentucky and Montana will have pro-life referendums like the one in Kansas. We'll see what happens, huh? The demon rats are celebrating, the demons in these, in these silly females, young, foolish females. End of the second trimester is 22 weeks, according to Shoshugino, if I'm understanding him correctly. Unless I'm making a false assumption about what he means. Demon rats are celebrating the huge turnout in Kansas, almost twice as many voters as in 2018. I wonder if they did the mail-in thing so that every idiot can vote, you know? Sorry, kids. Don't say idiot. (laughs) Uh, The overwhelming support, and especially in a traditionally conservative state. It's a warning that against so-called anti-abortion people, legislators who are not for baby killing, right? The so-called Justice Department, the U.S. Justice Department, the Obama one, right? Because they say Biden administration, but it's really Obama administration continued. Imaginary Justice Department sued the state of Idaho for their near total abortion ban set to go into effect later this month. The sleepy Biden administration and the majority of, of Americans want to protect abortion access. So wrong, so evil, so sick. Far-left AP on that, and the mainstream media has been doing a big campaign to convince Americans that this is such a wrong thing. I remember they did a major campaign to convince Americans that so-called same-sex marriage, when the so-called Supreme Court put that in place, the media went on a huge campaign to pretend, convince Americans, this is right, this is right, finally. So... You know where the mainstream media stands. Not very Christian, I might say. I must say. (laughs) Brandon M says, hey, do any of these degenerates have Twitter or Instagram? (laughs) Yeah, don't don't harass them, except Brandon M. (laughs) Because Brandon M harasses all in love. Nice. Shout out to Brandon M. Let me get to Keith in Illinois on the line. You can call in, guys, 888-775-3773. I don't know if I'm going to get to everything I wanted to. But Keith in Illinois, thank you for holding, man. How are you doing? Happy Men's History Month to you. Happy Men's History Month to you, too, uh, Hake and the the crew. Thanks a lot, man. Nice. Yeah, I want to talk about two things. I'm going to let you go. All right. I noticed that, you know, 
Remember the seventies, a lot of black people used to play pimps and whores and robbers and drug dealers. You know, they got upset, you know, quick um you know, like quick um You're talking about in movies? And, in movies the yeah, blacks yeah, played movies, that? Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Remember Floyd, you know, you know, you know, we you know, we're tired of playing these roles. You know, it's like you're putting us only in this in this in these roles, right? Yeah. They come to nineties and the two thousands, that's all they play. They not even complain. They play robbers, pimps, whores. You know, gang members, drug dealers, that's all they play. You watch TV, that's all they play. Yeah, true. And that's so what, like that's a, that's a lot of what they, that a lot of them were those things back in those days. I know, I know, but, but, but I'm talking about how they complained about it. Though. Right. And now that's all yeah, they that's play. True. And that's all. Yeah, yeah they and, complain and, and, about and, how they're portrayed. Yeah. They portray themselves. Portray <laughs> yep. Good point. And now, now, now that's, that's all they want to be portrayed as. Right. Pimps, drug dealers, whores, uh, uh, robbers, murderers, and drugs. that's all they, you know, murderers and thieves and killers. That's, I mean, it's amazing how they complain about how they were portrayed. And now in the 92,000, that's all they want to play. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Tell us something ain't wrong with these people, man. Then they let the, the liberals name them. They, black people are the only black people to be named six times. N word, Negroes, color, black, <laughs> African American, and now they call uh, people of color. Yeah. Six names. And I would like to ask somebody, what's the difference between colored people and people of color? I know. I don't I mean that people are insane. Right. You know, okay, there, is, there is confused. You bring up how many different names they've had over the yeah. over the years. They're, they seem just as confused as that Demi Lovato woman. You ever heard? Did you hear oh, about that? Yeah. I saw on the yeah. far left Twitter that Demi Lovato, back in May, she's all, I am now a they, them. And then just three months later, this is August, right? May, June, July, August. Yeah. In August, now she's like, oh, I'm back to being a she, her. I'm not a they, them anymore. Because Demi Lovato thinks she's so-called non-binary. Demi Lovato is some liberal singer woman, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she went Disney. She's so confused. Disney, and the blacks yeah. who don't want to be called the N-word or whatever else yeah. anymore, they're just as confused. They have just as much of a lack of real handle on their identity because they yeah, identify because with the they, black thing. Yeah, because they wait for their liberal uh, 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 slave owners yeah. to tell them how to feel and think. Okay, now we're going to call you people of color, our color people. It's like whatever, they wait for the slave owners, you know, the people on, keep them on, on, the, on the plantation. What, what do you call this next, boss? What do you call I mean, they complain right. all the time about, you know, slavery and what goes on. And, and it's like they... they it's like they run to it, though. It's like, how do you complain about something? They run to it. Right. And worship it. And worship it. Yeah, I know. Okay, one more thing. I'm going to let you go. Um, you know, I look at I look at white guys, you know, they, they work hard, they go to college, they owe, you know, they got a student loan. But you know, they work hard, they've been to come in for 20 years, right? And, you know, they move their family out to the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? They get their wife a car, they get a car, they get their kids in, in a good school, which the taxes are very high. The house costs $350,000, okay? At least. So basically, you know, they, they're busting their butt to get their family all this stuff. And what does their family do? Turn around and vote for the demon rat yeah. and call them over. It's like, I mean, their family turns on them because they watch the liberal news. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, they look at their father like he's a racist. It's like, wait a minute. What have I said, racist? And they try to keep their family away from gangs and drugs. Right. And their family just turn on them. It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, you're talking about, um, like, this protester guy whose children yeah. 
Yeah. Ratted him out or something. I mean, but that, 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 that's, just, that's just one case. I'm right. talking about, you, you look at the, the, the liberal white women, they were actually kind of like, kind of like Republicans, voted Joe Biden in because they fell for that uh, racist crap that showed up on the liberal news 24-7. Yeah. Okay. And you know now what? There are so many. Forward. There are so many cases of parents who are conservative, or even Tea Partiers, or whatever. You know, back in the day, there's a Tea Party, the conservatives who mm-hmm. did not appreciate Obama, and they didn't even like George W. Bush. Right. They uh, and their children turn out liberal, or a yeah. conservative Christian parents. Yeah. Even their children yeah. may even go to like a so-called Christian private college. And yeah. they still turn out liberal, radical, homosexual. Right. Hated, I mean, so, so, so the man pays all this money to send him to school and they turn him. It's like, I mean, I'm telling you right now, you know, I have a son, he's grown, you know what I mean? He's doing well. You know, he thinks like me. But it's like, I, there was no way in the world I could take a chance on having a family now because it's like, I couldn't see myself paying $120,000 for her to go to college and him to go to college and come back and hate me. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just can't, I just, I mean, my brain. I'm old school, so I'm not built that way. You know what I'm saying? I can't take all this abuse and all this, you know what I'm saying, all this um, disrespect. I, I wasn't built that way. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just horrible that these men put their life on the line. You know, they even get uh, they even get insurance policy to protect their families, okay? They do all this hard work to send their kids out to college for them kids to come back and hate them. It's sad, man. It's just, I just, my heart goes out to those people. That's all I got to say, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Keith. It's good to hear from you, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for hate, but let me speak and everything. Hey, hey, y'all, y'all, you hate uh, listeners out there. What's up to y'all? You know, I know, I know all y'all good people. So, hey, what's up to y'all? But, all right, thanks a lot, hate man. You take care, buddy. All right, you as well. All right, all right. You know, he mentioned uh, how the blacks portray themselves, and this takes me to this Brittany Griner woman. Who, uh, you know, everybody's feeling sorry for, well, not everybody, but all the establishment mainstream people. I covered this yesterday. Trump uh, called out Brittany Griner. He called her spoiled. And he slammed the prisoner trade proposal. Remember this? Let me play clip 14 once more. I played this yesterday. It's Antony Blinken, the so-called Secretary of State under Obama. Oh, I mean Biden. Uh... And he admits that weeks ago they offered this trade for this awesome guy who maybe, according to Trump, he was a killer. Maybe killed many Americans, according to Trump. I don't know. Um, Boot. Victor Boot. Is that what his name was? Uh, Or is? Uh, Trading him for Brittany Griner and then some other American who's who's older and probably more worthy. But they weren't sounding the alarm until Brittany Griner got in custody. And he's been in, he has like a 10-year prison, no, 7-year, I forget what it was. But he's been in since like 2018, this other guy. But here's Antony Blinken of the sleepy Biden administration, this authoritative so-called Secretary of State. I got this clip from Newsweek. It's a brief clip from this guy, Antony Blinken guy, who's been clowned for, uh, on human rights with like China. Didn't he get clowned by Chi- like some Chinese officials? Because they said... Anthony Blinken's all, you don't have a good record on the human rights, how you treat those Uyghur, Uyghur Muslims, right? Uh, Uyghur or Uyghur, whatever they are. And China's all, well, you don't have a good record on how you treat black people. <laughs> and it's all fake. It's all fake. 
but Blinken is part of the fake propaganda about how, oh, cops are racist and violating the human rights and civil rights of blacks. It's not true. But here he is hoping that Russia will find a resolution. It's been weeks and they've been like, no, no solution's been here yet. Here's this phony guy acting like Obama. He's talking about weeks ago, we offered this deal. We're trying to make a deal. Here it is. In the coming days, I expect to speak with Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov for the first time since the war began. I plan to raise an issue that's a top priority for us. The release of Americans Paul Whelan and Brittany Griner, who've been wrongfully detained and must be allowed to come home. We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on that proposal. And I'll use the conversation to follow up personally and, I hope, move us toward a resolution. Man, what a phony guy, huh? He's like reading, no feeling in his voice. <laughs> Talking to us like we're children. Talking, he sounds like he's a presenter on PBS, Public Broadcasting Network. Like, on, uh, like he's one of the boring people on Sesame Street when you were a kid. Remember those boring ones? Tuh. Blech. Uh, Trump said, she knew you don't go in there loaded up with drugs and she admitted it. <laughs> Trump said on Friday, and I read this to you yesterday. I assume she admitted it without too much force because it is what it is. You know, Rolling Stone saying Trump sides with Russia over Brittany Griner. And it certainly doesn't seem like a very good trade, does it? He's absolutely one of the worst in the world, this Victor Boot guy. And some people say it's, it's, there's lies about him and he's not such a bad guy. Somebody called my show, I think, saying that. But, but I don't know, maybe Trump's right or maybe Trump's wrong on this part. And he's going to be given his freedom because of a potentially spoiled person goes into Russia loaded up with drugs. And like I told you, she probably just had to vape with vape juice. At least that's according to what the media says. That's how they portray it. Trump says she went in there loaded up with drugs <laughs> in a hostile territory where they're very vigilant about drugs. They don't like drugs over there in Russia. And she got caught. And now we're supposed to get her out and she makes, you know, a lot of money, I guess, Trump said. We're supposed to get her out for an absolute killer and one of the biggest arms dealers in the world. Killed many Americans, killed many people. Is that true about Victor Boot? Vic, uh, Brittany Griner pleaded guilty but said she accidentally, oh yeah, she accidentally brought the cannabis into Russia. You would think you'd be a little bit more careful, but then, and she's quote-unquote married to a, a fellow so-called lesbian. This light-skinned black radical who sat out the national anthem and she thought that the WNBA, she's a WNBA star, she's a professional basketball player, female, female basketball that not too many people watches, watch, not too many people watch it, so I don't know how you can be a WNBA star. But anyway, uh, I didn't read this to you guys. During Wednesday, last Wednesday's ESPY Awards, Steph Curry, the Obama kiss-up guy, did a little photo shoot with him, I remember. Looking all lame. Talented basketball players. Purports to be a Christian. Seemed like a nice guy, but then he's all kissy-kissy with Obama. Not kissy, but at least I, uh, Anyway, Megan Rapinoe. 
that lesbian, short-haired, supposedly white female soccer player woman, and WNBA athletes whom you've probably never heard of, like I have never heard of them, Nika, two N's, Nika, (laughs) that's her name, Nika Ogwumike, Ogwumike is her last name, and Skylar Diggins-Smith pleaded for Griner's case release. We cannot stop fighting for her, Stephen Curry said. Griner deserves to be free, Megan Rapinoe, the evil woman. She hate, she's full of hate, Megan Rapinoe added later in the ceremony. She's being held as a political prisoner. Brittany Griner, like Rapinoe, is part of the LGBTQ community. It's not a community, and no, they're not. They're just blind, brainwashed, deluded people and perverted. Russia is notoriously hostile towards members of this so-called community. <laughs> oh, gosh. In what ways, I wonder. So I haven't played this. Clip 13. This is a Now This propaganda video. Here's Megan Rapinoe. Rapinoe? Whatever she is. Short-haired feminist. Feminist. She got equal pay. I think she's the one who partly got the equal pay thing. Even though the women's soccer doesn't make as much money because they're not as exciting, they're not as athletic as the men, men's soccer. Uh, and Stephen Curry were among the star athletes pleading for Brittany Kiner's, Griner's freedom at the ESPYs Wednesday night. Three-minute clip. Enjoy or not. Here it is. Athletes at ESPYs called for Brittany Griner's freedom. BG now is a WNBA champion. She's an eight-time WNBA All-Star, a national champion in college, an Olympic gold medalist, an athlete who has fans all over the world, a human being whose predicament commands our attention. It's been 153 nights now that BG has been wrongfully detained thousands of miles away from home, away from her family, away from her friends, away from her team. What about Paul All throughout that time, we've kept her in our thoughts and in our hearts. Oh, yeah, right. Even though we know that ain't nearly enough to bring her home, (laughs) y'all. There are a lot of people working hard right now to secure Britney's release. But as we hope for the best, we urge the entire global sports community to continue to stay energized on her behalf. Because Britney isn't just on the Phoenix Mercury. She isn't just a member of her team in Russia. She isn't just an Olympian. She's one of us. I think for me, the most striking thing is that BG's not here. Mean? We've, you know, had people up on stage. We've said that yes, before. Um, you know, NECA, Skyler, and Steph up there talking about it. Oh, NECA. BG deserves to be free. She's being not held Nika. as a political prisoner, obviously. Good. Um, and I know, listen, I... I don't think I'm getting political, but I do love yes, to get political. Yes, you are, um, You know, we're probably not going to get her out tonight, and everyone should enjoy the night, and we should all celebrate, you know, the incredible accomplishments that this collective sports environment and community is has evil. had for this entire year. But tomorrow and the next week and the next day, like Sky was saying, every time we see BG's face, like Neck was saying, every time we say her name, every time it's on social media, every time oh, we gosh. say it in interviews, it puts pressure on everybody. It puts pressure on the administration. It puts pressure on Russia. It puts pressure on Putin. It puts pressure on everyone. It lets BG <laughs> know also above everything that we love her and that we miss her 
and that we're thinking about her all the time. We're doing every single thing that we can to get her out because that's honestly the most important thing. The team of athletes in this room tonight and all over the world, a team that has nothing to do with politics or global conflict. I didn't know you sounded like this. The more we say her name, the louder oh, our voices will be. The more we see her face, the closer so we'll feel to her and her to us. So we cannot stop fighting for her. We cannot stop, stop believing for her. And we will not stop hoping for the day when we can they're, welcome her home safely. They're taking turns. We are BG. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Satanic, huh? Devilish. Isn't say her name like a devilish thing? Isn't that a, isn't that a witch type of thing? Cringe. <laughs> yeah, I cringed. She's all, one of them is all BG. That's Brittany Griner. How embarrassing. Would you want to be called BG if you're a woman? I don't think so. But she's, I don't know. Uh, 153 days of not seeing her family. Excuse me, Paul Whelan. I'm sure that they gave, they didn't mention him here, but they had to have, right? They had to have at least mentioned Paul Whelan, who is an actual, like, maybe a hero or maybe not, I don't know, former police officer or something. Canadian American, Canadian slash American slash Irish slash English or something like that. I think his parents were Ir- Irish people who became UK citizens and then had babies in, in Canada and then they got their son, Paul Whelan, who is the other guy who's in prison for Russia, like American citizenship, and then he was a police officer in the northern part of the states. And then he started doing some stuff, and then he went to, and I don't know if it was illegal stuff or not, but he's been in prison in Russia for years. Like I said, 2018. Uh, the ESPYs, I said that the ESPYs are evil, because they are. They're so contrived and phony. They posed, if you're not watching the video, they, or if your eyes are kind of bad because, like, it was all tiny. Um, they posed this Steph Curry guy. I didn't know he had such a deep, gruff voice. I wonder if he's putting that on a little bit extra to sound a little bit tougher. Because he's... I don't know if I've ever knowingly heard Steph Curry's voice before. Stephen Curry? He's a famous basketball player. Pretty talented guy. Did this dumb, lame, embarrassing, poor taste photo shoot with Obama, being all buddy-buddy with Obama. That's all I remember him for, besides being supposedly a Christian and light-skinned and whatever. But uh, they posed him next to these two females, who are maybe WNBA quote-unquote stars too, alongside Brittany Griner. And they each take turns talking. Oh, and then they all talk together. We are BG. That's not very Christian. Doesn't seem like. <laughs> but the ESPYs are so evil. They awarded the ESPY awards. Didn't they do the Arthur Ashe Courage Award? Did they do the Arthur Ashe Courage Award at the ESPYs? ESPN something something. They gave Bruce Jenner the Courage Award, I think. And I do remember that the ESPYs one year, LeBron James, uh, Gabriel Union's husband, Dwayne Wade, right? Dwayne Wade. Gabriel Union's so-called husband? The one who lets his son turn into, like, a girl or something like that and go to 
pride parades, LGBTQ mess pride parades with his new wife, not even her, not even the boy's mother, at age like 13, 14 years old, 12, to per, nasty perverted parades. And they, so they had that, those two guys and a couple of others, I forget their names, you know, talented basketball players, support, voicing their support for Black Lives Matter. So evil. A hate group. So I guess these are hate-filled, misguided, corrupt people. And they're haters of Trump, haters of whites, pretending to stand for love for the black community. You know, Brittany Griner's black. And then the, they're pretending that cops are killing the blacks unjustly when it's really the other way around. Blacks are disproportionate among the cop killers. They're, what, 13, 12% of the population, but like 40% of cop killers in a given decade? Out of control. Yeah, BLM is disgusting. Slapping the face. Black lives matter. And meanwhile, there's like lesbians and pro-abortion supporters and standing up for thugs and drug dealers who kill. And standing up for people who resist arrest and fight with cops and get themselves and others killed. Yeah, okay. Convince us that you actually believe that. Give me a break. Anyway, a whole lot of anti-Trump hatred from uh, New Yorkers. I've been meaning to get to this, guys. Um... I saw this on this Newsweek page, right? They have a bunch of clips. Clip 16 here. Quote-unquote families of 9-11 quote-unquote victims did this little speech. And they showcased this young woman who doesn't even look like she knew what was going on back in 9-11-2001. Maybe she's older than she looks. But uh, it's a little 30-second clip, 27-second clip. Uh... And, you know, these are like New York City people, I think. Because New York City people are primarily the ones who got killed in, in the J- September 11th, 2001 terror attack. That uh, some people say we don't have the whole story, the real story on it. And, you know, New Yorkers get all, and people from the East Coast get all emotional about 9-11. But they're... They are not sensible people. I hear all these New York City people who are like, we're, we in New York City, we know what Trump is about. We don't like him. We know that he's a shyster or whatever like that. I'm like, you guys elect shysters. You're, you guys love shysters or whatever you guys don't like about Trump. You are those things. Look at how liberal New York City and New York state on as a whole except for upstate and even upstate's not that great look at your recent mayors that you had bill de blasio openly socialist anti-white even though he's supposedly white mayor bill de blasio who supported giving the central grand standard about the central park five guys who were not these innocent victims that they're portrayed as victims of uh of uh forced confessions there was no forced confession no evidence of that with the Central Park Five, he supported 
after he tried to run for president and failed, this Bill de Blasio scumbag, he's all, you got that officer Daniel Pantaleo who did the seatbelt maneuver around uh, Eric Garner, the fat guy who's like resisted arrest, and he's all, this ends today. And it ended that day. He got tackled to the ground because he was resisting arrest. And who knows if that arrest was justified or not, but he was, like, had been pro- having problems with the law because of selling Lucy cigarettes. Officer Pantaleo was not fired that whole time until, uh, under pressure from Black Lives Matter, kiss up, uh, kiss up, uh, who's the mayor that I just mentioned? Bill de Blasio, with a ex-lesbian, black lesbian wife. His own children call him a... Call him, despise him as a white man. His mixed children, you know. Uh, he got Officer Pantaleo fired for doing his job. And look at your prosecutors, New York. Phony prosecutors. Who's that woman who's going after Trump all hard? Pat- Letitia James? No relation to Hake. James Hake. <laughs> Letitia James, a black female who's tried to isn't she the DA from, I forget if she's like the Attorney General of New York or what, but your Senators, Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer, scumbag, unchristian Chuck Schumer, scum of the earth, you don't have good taste in the quality of people, New York. Sorry, New Yorkers, we love you, but you're suckers. So here's one sucker of, among the so-called victims of 9-11 doing this speech, uh... They're all mad because Trump hosted Saudis or something and, and professional golfers at a golf course. So here it is. Uh, here it is. Here's this woman talking at this speech against Trump about nine, pretending that he's disrespecting the 9-11 victims by hosting something to do with the Saudis because a bunch of Saudis were involved in the uh, hijackings. But Saudi Arabia, they're supposedly our allies or something. And it wasn't just the Saudis. Anyway, here it is. Listen to this. How much money does it take to turn your back on your country, on the American Be people? Quiet. Well, according to certain individuals, such as Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, and Donald Trump, that amount of money is just a few hundred million dollars. We 9-11 families would trade any amount of money in the world just to see our loved ones again. Just to have one last hug, one conversation, one more round of golf. What a lame woman, huh? Bitter woman. Daughter of a firefighter. Talking about turning your back on your country. Trump didn't turn his back on the country. He, like, overturned much of his life to help the country. To run for president. Gave up a lot of money. She kind of cute, though. Says, uh, <laughs> no names. Yeah, 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 yeah. She got a deep voice for a little girl. What the? Just a few hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's on. Frankie BLM all being all dirty over there on uh, Twitch. Watch it, man. Keep it appropriate. Based Phil Mickelson, says Carver531. Yeah. 
I think it's just a... <clears throat> these are pawns for um, a, a bunch of Trump hate. You know who else is a dumb pawn for Trump hate and truth hate and men hate? These Alex Jones haters who are just disgusting people. Let me get to this. Uh, you know Alex Jones, my competitor, American patriot, has interviewed JLP before, and one of his like right-hand men, uh, Owen Schroyer, has interviewed JLP many times on uh, Infowars.com. Persecuted by evil, useful idiots. More useful idiots. Far-left extremist publisher Twitter. Not a platform. Says Sandy Hook mom confronts Alex Jones in the defamation trial. My son existed. Be quiet, woman. And they're not, it's not a defamation trial about the media and, and phony propaganda political figures like sleazy evil, lying, crooked Hillary defaming the great Alex Jones. No, this is, they're accusing Alex Jones of defaming Sandy Hook people. Give me a break. And I have some screenshots from this far-left Twitter, the publisher, um, little display. Sandy Hook mother Scarlett Lewis took the stand and directly addressed Alex Jones. Oh, so tough. You have the whole mainstream media having your back. You're not tough, woman. While speaking about the pain that he's caused her. He didn't cause her any pain. Maybe an InfoWars listener or two might have gone and harassed her. Don't harass these people. (laughs) Unless you're Brandon M. Because Brandon M. harasses tastefully, I assume. Sandy Hook is where the uh, Adam Lanza shot up the uh, kids, you know? Adam Lanza, the son of divorce, in a liberal town from a mother who, single mother, and he was a messed up guy. And he shot and killed his his mother. He was living with her. His father wished he was never born, like I told you yesterday about a little bit. Told you about it yesterday a little. Look at this. It's, look at some of these screenshots from this Alex Jones Sandy Hook Twitter uh, propaganda from Connecticut Post. Connecticut Post. Sandy Hook mom. Mother. Scarlett Lewis. I don't even think she's married anymore. Took the stand and directly addressed Alex Jones speaking about the pain he's caused her. Yeah, right. The InfoWars owner. Alex Jones. InfoWars.com also testified for the first time in the trial that will determine how much he owes to the parents. He doesn't owe them anything, but they claim that he owes them. Of Jesse Lewis, who was killed in the 2012 shooting, allegedly, right? Do you think I'm an actress? Scarlett Jones asked Alex Jones, who has referred to Sandy Hook parents as crisis actors. He was speculating, and he did, even in that same segment, if I remember correctly... Which I don't really watch him much, because, you know, he's my competitor. But, uh, he may have said, oh, maybe these are, 
he said, these are crisis actors, but he, he meant like maybe they are, or, you know, he's like speculating during the time. It's a whole lot of false information coming out at, at these times, including from the mainstream media, by the way. No, I don't think you're an actress, Alex Jones says. Lewis spoke, this uh, Scarlett Lewis woman, I don't get why they say the last names of these people, these women. Scarlett Lewis spoke about the fear, fear she's had after experiences with Sandy Hook deniers. Sandy Hook deniers. Because a lot of people think that a lot of these are false flags, right? They're certainly used for false solutions, I'll tell you that much. And there's a whole lot of lies surrounding what they say, you know. I'm not one to believe these things are completely just made up or a bunch of actors. Because it's quite plausible. They set up society so that people flip out like this. Broken families. Give me a break. Of course it's going to happen. It's not only fear for myself, this woman said. It's fear for my surviving son. It's fear. You're living by fear, woman. It's fear for the other people brought into this family and friends. She's pretending not to be selfish, right? This is, I keep on wanting to say... Okay, Scarlett Lewis, I think is her name, right? Said Alex Jones of Infowars.com and other so-called Sandy Hook deniers. Alex Jones of Infowars.com is not a Sandy Hook denier. But anyway, have made it harder to grieve, she said. Grieve? This thing was 10 years ago. December 2012, if I remember correctly. How long do you need to grieve, woman? She needs to call the Jesse Lee Peterson show and not be, or, uh, Counseling with Jesse Lee Peterson. Rebuildingtheman.com slash counseling. 800-411-BOND. 1-800-411-2663. But she's all, in some way, you've impacted every day of my life negatively, almost since Jesse's murder, she said to Alex Jones. She's just piling on. What a useful idiot woman, huh? On the stand, Alex Jones apologized and said he never intentionally meant to hurt. Lewis. Because he didn't. He didn't hurt them. Before arriving at court today, Alex Jones appeared on his radio show and called Lewis's ex-husband, Neil Heslin, slow. <laughs> Neil Heslin had testified on Tuesday morning that he wished Alex Jones's lies, quote-unquote lies about stuff, something, something. Jones, Alex Jones was not in the courtroom during this the, her ex-husband, so, you know, after a stressful situation, or, you know, these people are not Christians, or they're not, they're, their foundation is not on solid ground, right? So they get divorced. This, uh, Neil Heslin, ex-husband of this woman, presumably the father of the, uh, Jesse Lewis, whatever, or maybe they were exes already. Because why would their son not have the Heslin last name, huh? So these are not even a, it's not even a, that's not even a Sandy Hook family. It's a Sandy Hook broken family, and they were already broken before, before Alex Jones met them. The heck? I don't know. I can't put this together. It's so confusing. Uh, Alex Jones was not in the courtroom during this slow, according to Alex Jones, according to this report from Connecticut Post, Neil Heslin testimony earlier in the day. 
Alex was the person with a match who started the fire, said this supposed father. People bringing wood to, people are bringing wood to throw on the fire. Give me a break. Here's a quote, another quote from Commie Nonsense Network, CNN. Oh man, we're out of time. It, see, it just seems so incredible to me that we have to do this, that we have to implore you, not just implore you, punish you to get you to stop lying, said this dumb lying Scarlett Lewis woman to the great Alex Jones of Infowars.com during the quote-unquote far-right, really centrist, personalities defamation trial in Texas. Few people, I will say, are as defamed as Alex Jones of Infowars.com. The exceptions, Trump, any man who's standing up for white, what's right, JLP, uh, uh, Nick J. Fuentes, uh, so anyway, so-called families taking legal a- action against Alex Jones of Infowars.com. They call him a conspiracy theorist. They push conspiracy theories. Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. I appreciate it. I gotta go. Thehakereport.com. The moms shouldn't be there. They won't quit grieving. This is Cindy Sands. If she's talking about this, I agree with her. Anyway, guys, thank you. Make sure you do catch the Bond Archive Sunday service premiere 4 p.m. today on Bond YouTube channel. Uh, Bond Rebuilding the Man. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And make sure you catch men. You come to the men's forum if you can make it. And uh, pray for the persecuted whites and men and and, uh, Christians. Thanks, guys. Take care.